1: Well, good evening and welcome to At Home with Debbie Rule. Tonight, I'm at home quarantining, so I just wanted to uh, say hello to everybody and let you know we're going to be playing a replay, a rebroadcast of our program that we did last year on Grandparents Day. Grandparents Day this year will be September 12th. That's next Sunday. So in honor of Grandparents Day, I hope you enjoy this message tonight. Our replay from 2020 grandparents matter everybody stay safe wash your hands social distance and wear that mask and don't forget get vaccinated COVID-19 is real every week I share these statements of how important I believe the home is I believe every home should be filled with family friends food music love and celebration but most of all it should be a place to gather to be cozy to feel safe and the peace of God I feel honored to have those around me year-round, and I love to say, I'm at home with family and friends. Stay tuned for thoughts from home. At Home with Debbie Rule, your place to discover more about home, family, and relationships. Stay tuned. We'll be back. I love MediShare because they protect and respect life. MediShare is community.
2: MediShare is affordable.
1: MediShare is biblical.
2: MediShare is uplifting.
1: MediShare is family. Faithful. MediShare is hope. It's love
2: learn how thousands of Christians can help you save on your health care, call 844-74-BIBLE. MediShare, affordable, biblical health care. That's
0: 844-74-BIBLE. Home is where the heart is, or is it? Home, family, and relationships can be a challenge. We have some answers for you right here on 95.3 and KNORadio.com. Join Debbie Rule every Sunday from 6 to 7 p.m. for insights on how to live life more abundantly. At Home with Debbie Rule is your opportunity to call in and get simple answers and share stories. At Home with Debbie Rule, Sundays from 6 to 7 on Caniel 95.3 and CanielRadio.com. Get the answers you need to find your heart at home.
1: Well, welcome back. This is Thoughts from Home. What do you do when you can't have a relationship with your grandchildren? When grandparents are unfairly denied contact with their grandchildren, it can be heartbreaking for the grandparents and grandchildren alike. Although suing for visitation rights is a possibility, the most productive approach is resolving family disputes before estrangement is on the table. Family members have a responsibility to navigate disputes and disagreements before they become an issue and one of the most common disputes among parents and grandparents that can lead to withholding contact with grandchildren is deal-breaking behavior. Sometimes parents are of the right to deny grandparents contact with grandchildren. Individuals who are sex offenders, alcoholics, or substance abusers seldom clean up their acts just because they become grandparents. Consequently, parents are justified in not wanting their children around these challenging grandparents. Parents also are justified in denying contact to grandparents who disregard the parents' rules about safety. For instance, grandparents who transport grandchildren without using the proper car safety restraints, having a history of accidents, or do not drive safely, they should not be allowed to drive grandchildren anywhere. The same goes for any other safety rule established by the parents. Whether the grandparents agree with it or not, if an infringement is not too great, parents might consider allowing the grandparents to see the grandchildren, but only under controlled conditions. Other actions by grandparents that can easily trigger a family dispute, including undermining parental authority, encouraging children to disobey parents, or forgetting how hard parenting can be by speaking ill of family members, such as parents, step-parents, or other grandparents. Refusing to follow parents' rules for kids in regard to diet, television, bedtimes, and so on, giving grandchildren gifts that her parents would not approve of, and pressuring parents for more contacts such as overnight visits when parents are reluctant, Families should be able to resolve less serious matters without cutting off contact between grandparents and grandchildren, but the best bet is to discuss boundaries and behavior and talk about issues as soon as they crop up. That brings us to what about grandparents who live a significant distance? From their grandchildren, there are still plenty of ways to stay connected and bond. From old-fashioned to high-tech, you can find ways to communicate that will help you get to know your grandchild. Use the phone if possible. Call your grandchild to chat about school, the weather, is upcoming projects, and favorite sports teams. To make the phone call special, designate a set time every week where you can call each other. The set time also initials you and your grandchild the importance of a phone call. Keep in touch online. And by high-tech video chat, do you want to watch your grandson take his first steps or see your granddaughter show off her latest masterpiece? You can also play games online and also use snail mail to keep in touch, exchange letters and postcards. Though a variety of activities, you and your grandchildren can spend quality time getting to know each other. The most important thing is to be the kind of grandparent you need to be in order to have a relationship. Not on your terms, but on the terms of the parent. Secondly, you are in control of whether or not you have a relationship and you choose your behavior, your choices and your actions. It never hurts to reach out, even in a bad situation. Try. Be humble and be a parenting partner. It doesn't really matter what they call you. You just need to be a grandparent that your grandchildren will be honored to say, that's my mama and papa. This has been Thoughts from Home. Stay tuned for more at Home with Debbie Rule. We'll be back. The Haven Family Shelter is a domestic violence and sexual assault shelter that serves men, women, and children who are victims of domestic violence and sexual assault in Mason, Menard, McCullough, Kimball, Concho, and surrounding counties. The Haven is dedicated to ending domestic violence and sexual assault, The Haven provides services such as 24-hour crisis intervention and hotline, 24-hour accompaniment for medical, law enforcement or criminal justice. They provide legal advocacy, individual counseling, and The Haven is active in public education, prevention and community awareness. Support your local domestic violence and sexual assault programs, speak up about the abuse, educate yourself and others, help a friend in need and set an example. For more information on how you can help, call The Haven at 325-597-7644. Together, we can end domestic violence and sexual assault. Home, family, and relationships can be a challenge, and we have some answers for you right here on 95.3 FM and knelradio.com. Join me, Debbie Rule, every Sunday from 6 to 7 p.m. for At Home with Debbie Rule. And this week on the program, we'll be continuing our discussion on how important grandparents are. So join me this Sunday at 6 o'clock right here on 95.3 FM and KNELradio.com. I look forward to being with you this Sunday. See you then. To At Home with Debbie Rule, where we are continuing our discussion on grandparents and how important grandparents are in a grandchild's lives. And, um, you know, grandparents do matter. And so whatever your circumstances are, Uh, trying to have a healthy relationship with your grandchildren should be your goal and it should be the goal of uh, the parents of your grandchildren as well. So tonight we've got a little bit of insight for you on how to move through some difficult situations as a grandparent. Maybe you're estranged or uh, maybe long distances kept you from being able to have a Uh, strong relationship with your grandchild, but we maybe have some answers for you tonight to encourage you and empower you to be the very best grandparent that you can be, regardless of what your situation is. And joining me tonight on the program is my wonderful husband, Rudy Rule. Good evening, Rudy.
2: Good evening, Debbie. How are you?
1: I'm doing fantastic. Well, here we are again talking about a subject that uh, we are just now kind of learning a little more about, and that's uh, being grandparents. We've been blessed to be grandparents for... About five years now, and um, to two beautiful grandsons, five and three, and so we don't claim to be... The most knowledgeable grandparents, but we have a little bit of insight.
2: Well, we've sure made a lot of mistakes, and so <laughs> we've learned from those mistakes.
1: Well, sometimes it's making the mistakes with your kids and learning that by the time your grandkids get here, you're not going to make those same mistakes. That helps so, too. That helps tremendously. So uh, anyway, but tonight um, we want to talk a little bit more about what your life is like if you are estranged from your grandchildren. Maybe you live a um, long distance, and you don't have a very close relationship, maybe you don't have a close relationship with the parent uh, of your grandchildren, and this makes it difficult for you to be able to have a relationship with your grandchildren. You know, people have all types of uh, life. Issues, um, divorce, and, you know, maybe they weren't ever married when they had the child or whatever the situation is. Uh, sometimes grandparents have some challenges ahead of them in order to be able to have a successful relationship with their grandchildren. But we're here to tell you tonight that you can work through these obstacles if, if possible. Uh, there is always hope, and uh, we want to encourage you tonight, maybe give you some ideas on how you t- can become the grandparent that you need to be. Maybe it's not the grandparent that you want to be, but it's the one that you need to be to fit the situation at hand. And hopefully things will move in a positive direction for you to be able to have some type of relationship with your grandchildren because it is proven that grandparents having a relationship with their grandchildren not only improves the life of the family, but it significantly improves the life of that grandchild if it is a positive relationship. And of course, sometimes uh, that's the challenge right there.
2: Well, Debbie, when we talk about estranged grandparents, uh, you alluded to it a lot of times, that's uh, a result of a broken family. Mm -hmm. And so when you have a broken family that uh, by its very nature, there's disagreement. And so how do you as a grandparent overcome these issues that maybe you didn't have anything to do with, or maybe you did, but understand that there's a brokenness there, And if you want relationship with those grandchildren, you've got to find a way to not be a threat uh, at the very least. And so as I was thinking about the subject of our program tonight, I thought uh, in our own situation, by the time we became grandparents, um, I had a grandmother and a grandfather. And uh, then my mother and dad acted as grandparents to our children. So I had two opportunities to watch grandparents in action. Mm -hmm. And your mother was a grandparent, your dad was, so you saw them in action as grandparents. And so what I'm saying is some of us may have had the opportunity to watch parents and grandparents fulfill that role, and they could have been good or bad examples, but we can learn from either example and apply it to our current situation. You know, one thing that keeps popping up in my head is as a grandparent, if you start giving advice to your child or to your uh, child's spouse, that could be a real issue right there. You might want to stay away from that and just try to be something that they look forward to seeing as well. You know, the grandkids look forward to seeing you, but you'll see more of the grandkids if the parents look forward to seeing you, too.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, and if, you know, as we said in uh, opening comments, as I said that, you know, parents, you have the right to decide who your children are going to be around because they're your children. And a lot of times it's unfair And a lot of times parents have justified reasons why they don't want to allow their children to be around their grandparents. And that's all things that you need to be working out and talking about uh, and maybe coming to some type of common ground there. Even the worst grandparents can be encouraged to be the best. Best grandparents that they can be in controlled environments where they can visit their grandchildren and have some type of relationship. I come from a home where I didn't know my grandparents on either side of my family. And so that uh, I feel like was lacking in sure. my life when. When I hear other people talk about cousins and aunts and uncles and and grandparents, um, I didn't have the benefit of having that uh, growing up. And so there's like a void in my life. And um, I, I don't know what it's like to have it other than being with your family and seeing the love between parents and grandparents and all of that and the family dynamics. But... what a great example you have. (laughs) But, you know, um, my mom was uh, from Poland, and my father married her uh, during the war and brought her to America. She left everything that she knew uh, at that point in her life. Uh, She left it behind to come and to become an American citizen and to be his wife, a military wife at that. My uh, my father... um, he retired from the military, and so she pretty much served with him. I say a military wife serves with her husband to uh, be the kind of wife she needs to be in order for her husband to be successful. And so um, with that being said, uh, I didn't know my grandparents or my family on my mom's side because they were still overseas and You just didn't have contact early on. And then when you were allowed to have contact, my grandmother and grandfather had already passed away. And I did get to know my aunt briefly uh, from a couple of visits where she had come from Germany over to America to visit my mom after uh, I think it was the early 80s that she found my mom. And so, uh, you know, I just I didn't have that. And then with my mom being a foreigner, uh, my parents, uh, my dad's family um, they, they weren't real receiving of her. You know, back then, things were just different. You know, you were with your own kind of people. And um, so I don't know really if it was more of her um, feeling that they didn't accept her or of the fact that they didn't accept her. But I just know that we didn't have relationship with my dad's family either. And so um, that was just very saddening to me. So I speak from a child that didn't have relationship with either set of grandparents, and I say, um, grandchildren can benefit from a relationship with their grandparents and you can create the relationship if it's not so perfect. but denying them and not allowing them uh, can be hurtful in later on in life. And so it's really important that the family stay connected uh, for whatever reasons you choose not to, uh, there is always hope to work those reasons out.
2: Well, Debbie, as you were talking, one thought came to my mind. As a grandparent, what is your attitude towards that role? Are you there to get your needs met and get what you want out of that relationship? Or are you putting the child first, the grandchild first, so that it will be a positive uh, impact on them? And I think if you'll step back and evaluate yourself, and you might even ask your child or your uh, spouse of your child, if there seems to be conflict, you know, what am I doing that I can stop doing? What am I doing that I can do better? Mm-hmm. You know, avoid that word wrong because nobody wants to be wrong. Mm-hmm. But what am I doing that I maybe could stop doing? And what am I doing that I could do better? Mm-hmm. And put that grandchild at the the well-being of that grandchild ahead of your own wants. Well, I want to do this. Well, I want to do that. Take I out of that. So in looking at that, what, do you, what you want to do is take I out of that equation and put that grandchild, you know, there first. And then the parent of that grandchild in there too. If you're meeting other people's needs you'll have success if you're giving other people what they want you'll find success in life and so constantly demanding to have what you want boy nobody wants to be around somebody like that so Mm -hmm. don't be that kind of grandparent
1: well and uh, parents sometimes see mistakes that children are making and so their intentions are good but if it's not welcomed and you don't have permission, then it can be very offensive. And remember, you know, we all have to work through our own uh, ways and our experiences. And of course, it doesn't mean that you can't speak into their life, especially if you see danger ahead, uh, or a life threatening situation. But most generally, it's just you know personality preferences and opinions. And when you're dealing with a uh, in-law, like maybe a daughter-in-law, a son-in-law, or or the parent of your child, maybe they're not married, uh, and you're trying to, you know, have some type of relationship with that parent and with your grandchild, things can be a little bit more different. So you maybe need to be really sensitive to how they may be taking what you're saying or the input that you're giving and say it in a way that it might be received, or if you don't feel like it's going to be a fruitful conversation, and you're not going. To, they're not going to receive it. Maybe better to just keep your mouth shut, <laughs> like you were saying. You know, be the grandparent that you need to be, and not the one that you want to be, not your way.
2: Um, you know, building on that, we're all very sensitive and sometimes a little bit insecure, and so when grandma or grandpa comes around, that child's parent might be thinking, I wonder if they think I'm a good parent. And so they may be insecure with that. And that might be where the resistance is coming from, if you're feeling resistance. Mm -hmm. So maybe you're being negative. Maybe you're being Mm -hmm. judgmental. I've had conversations with people that would say something like, I don't want to be the type of uh, mother-in-law that I had, or I don't want to be the type of father-in-law that I had, or I don't want to be like this... And so you can learn from your experience to not be the things that you did not like in other people. And remember when you were the parent of children and how hard it was to learn how to parent. And gosh, to have somebody constantly nitpicking and pointing out, I remember we had this one lady, her relationship with her mother was so bad. And she would have conversations with her mom. And her mom would say, well, if I don't tell you, who will? And so we told her, He said, tell your mom. You don't want her to tell you. Because her mom was constantly nitpicking, constantly uh, finding fault, constantly, constantly, constantly. And nobody likes that. So if you look in the mirror and you see yourself, you can back away from that and say, you know what? I'm going to be positive. How to say something encouraging. I think you're doing a great job and if, if that if you can't bring yourself to say that cuz you don't believe it find something they do well and tell them they do that well
1: mhm mm-hmm. you know it's um, it's all about trying to have relationship and a lot of times we are not we are not taught how to have relationship You know, we're not taught how to have relationship with one another. And so even though our intentions may be good, um, we end up bringing more harm than we do good. And it's uh, sometimes we have people that intentionally do things, but the majority of people, they're just having – a problem with relating with one another and so if you need to get books or read or or listen to podcasts or you know educate yourself on how to be the best grandparent that you can be how to be the best parent of a child to your child's grandparents because you understand how important that relationship is and vital to that child's life and growing up and even though it may be a negative experience because you don't feel like the parent is worthy to have a relationship with a grandchild, um, you could work through most of those issues if you uh, sit down and try to talk about it. And if you can't talk about it together, then maybe a third party, someone that's objective that can speak into those issues and give some uh, insight on how to deal with the issues at hand and how you can move forward. You know, there's lots of counselors out there that will bring family counseling and they'll bring the whole family in and they will help them be able to work through relationship issues that are harming the relationship and keeping them from being able to relate with one another and have relationship with one another and it doesn't mean that you're a bad person because you need this it's just that we're not taught how to have relationships
2: that is such a good point debbie in this grandparent situation you are actually a guest in that environment you are a guest in that relationship and if you overstep your boundaries you may be curtailed or you may be restricted Um, you have no rights uh, other than what the parents of that child allow and so you're a guest and if you go in there demanding this and demanding that you really have no ground to stand on Mm -hmm. and so if you'll take that into consideration and if you have an attitude of well I want them to respect my opinion if you'll keep your opinion to yourself They'll eventually ask it, ask, what do you think? But if you're constantly telling them what you think, guess what? They're not going to invite you over very much because Mm -hmm. they don't want to hear it.
1: Yeah, that's right. And a lot of times uh, kids will take uh, wounds or things from their childhood into their relationships and into their relationship with their children and if it was something that was significant uh, that they have you know made this inner vow of I'll never then they're absolutely going to be protective of their child when that parent comes around because they're remembering their past and they're trying to protect their child from that past, even though it may not affect that child the same way. You know, we all have different ways of being uh, brought up and the different environments that are around, different experiences in our lives, but sometimes wounds and uh, hurts from our past will help us, keep us from being able to move forward in relationships. Relationships uh, with our kids because we haven't gotten over it. And sometimes you just have to get over those things. Maybe it's talking with your parent about it. Maybe it's talking to someone else about it. Maybe it's just saying, you know, when this happened when I was little, when you know, when you treated me in this manner, it made me feel this way. And as an adult, I still remember that. And I, I still have some open wounds with that. And And I'm not trying to push you away, but I'm just trying to protect my child from that happening to them. And I know you wouldn't intentionally do that. And I know you didn't intentionally hurt me. But this is how I feel, and this is why I'm acting the way I'm acting. And so we need to resolve this. We need to talk about how I felt and why, and then you need to share your side, too. What
2: your part is in that. Yes. There is so much opportunity for relational uh, conflict or relational uh, hurt. And, you know, the grandparents coming in and the needs of that grandchild are the top of their list— and, you know, as a new parent, uh, you have to learn to be unselfish. You have to mm-hmm. learn to be sacrificial. You have to learn to put those children first. Absolutely. And you may not be there yet, and here comes a grandparent crashing in and demanding this and pointing that out. And just, you're like, when are you going home?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, and so if you're the grandparent, remember how hard it was with your first child. Now, by the time you get to three or four, you're pretty well uh, scarred up and calloused up and thick-skinned. And able to and, stand up. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> but that new one, boy, it's like, golly, I can't do anything right now. I've got this beast over here telling me how I do everything wrong. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just not a situation anybody wants to put themselves in. So be sensitive to that. Be encouraging. Be loving. Be caring. Keep your mouth shut unless you're going to say something positive and constructive.
1: And on that note, we're going to take a short break, and we'll be back for the second half of At Home with Debbie Rule, where we are talking about grandparents, the influence of grandparents in grandchildren's lives, and that grandparents matter. Tonight, we're talking about uh, estranged grandparents, grandparents that have a stressed relationship with their grandchildren for whatever reason. Maybe it's uh, they live far away, or maybe there's just family dynamics going on that's kept them from being able to have a relationship with their grandkids. But tonight, we're giving you some insight and some wisdom on how to work through that, and hopefully uh, relationships can uh, be healed and move through some of these issues, and we can have healthy relationships with not only our grandchildren, but with our adult children as well. Stay tuned for the second half of At Home with Debbie Rule. We'll be back for lots more right here. Stay tuned. When you think of Sinfully Nice Foods, what comes to mind? Cakes, pies, breads, and sweetbreads? Sinfully Nice Foods is not only sinfully delicious, but has made-to-order sugar-free and gluten-free products available as well. Sinfully Nice Foods is a new home business with baked goods that can be a special order for almost any party, event, or just because you want to be a little sinful yourself. Sinfully Nice Foods is certified with the Food Handler's Program and is ready to meet your needs for your baked goods. So the next time that you need a cake, pie, homemade breads, and rolls, give Cynthia a call at 325-456-7740. That's 325-456-7740. Sinfully Nice Foods, it will always leave you wanting more. the network live news insights and stories right here on knel 95.3 fm and knel radio.com every sunday morning at 10 a.m don't miss this opportunity to hear world news insights and stories from guests around the world the network live is your pathway to connecting people and ministries tune in this sunday at 10 a.m for the network live sponsored by knel radio
2: Here is some good news. There is something you can do to truly make a huge positive difference during these troubling times. Become a CASA volunteer and help children and families in need. CASA volunteers are court-appointed special advocate. As a CASA, you will represent the best interests of a child at hearings in our court, in our counties. You'll report to the court about your child's safety and progress while in the foster care system and help our court determine if the child's home is safe before they return. You won't be a foster parent, but you will be a strong voice, making a real difference at a critical turning point in a child's life. Every child deserves a chance, and that chance is you. You've been wondering what you could do to make things better. Here's your chance. Volunteer today at Bluebonnet Casa. If you'd like to help, call 325-347 6474.
1: Welcome back to At Home with Debbie Rule. Uh, The second half, we are talking about the importance of grandparents and um, that grandparents matter. So, regardless of the situation, uh, if you have grandchildren and their grandparents are living, it's um, most of the time in their best interest to try to resolve the issues that you may be having in order for those grandchildren to have some type of relationship with their grandparents. And so tonight, giving you a little bit of wisdom and insight on how to maybe work through some of those issues so that you can have a healthy relationship with not only your grandchildren, but your children too. A lot of times through our grandchildren, Wounds from the past with our children get healed. And that's the good thing about grandkids is they bring the family together. A lot of times where there's been disputes, um, they really have the ability to heal and to bring people together. So something wonderful and joyous about those little children that come into our lives.
2: Well, that's so true. It is wonderful and joyous. And when there is that friction, those children can make everything better. Let's let's bury the hatchet for the good of the family, for the good of these kids. You know, we've been talking from the perspective of the grandparent, but if you're the parent in between grandchildren and grandparents and you're pulling your hair out because maybe your role has been usurped, maybe you've been pushed aside, maybe you're told how to do things and you're not comfortable with that, I was just thinking about having some kind of grandparent class where you go to that that grandparent, whether it's your own parent, mother, dad, or your in-laws, and say, we need to work on these things, and I've got this great book here, and I want to sit down and go through it. Mm-hmm. And so you can, especially new grandparents that think they've just, everything they do is wonderful, and you're thinking everything you do is not wonderful, and how do I communicate that to you? Mm -hmm. So you can sit down with them and say, we want, and always, it's what's best for the children. We want what's best for these grandchildren of yours. And so as grandparents, whenever you conflict, when, when your guidelines conflict with mom and dad, that causes a problem for junior and juniorette. So maybe you want to rethink those things, and we can communicate ahead of time before you promise them a pony or, you know, things like that. I mean, these... Situations occur, and it puts parents in a tough situation sometimes. And now you've got the grandparents and the kids mad at you. And, you know, if you get in that situation, maybe you allowed it to get there. And so Mm -hmm. there's a way you can fix it. Reverse it. And there's also a way you can not get there in the first place.
1: Mm -hmm. So some of the things and some of these were mentioned in opening comments as well as, you know, undermining parental authority, encouraging children to disobey their parents or... You know, you're forgetting how hard parenting is. So you're, you know, you're kind of just stepping into a place, like you said, Rudy, that they shouldn't be stepping into. Um, Speaking ill of family members such as parents, step parents, grandparents, you know, to say something negative to a child about someone else that's in their life uh, is hurting the child. You're not hurting the person that you're talking ill about. You're hurting the grandchild. You're hurting the child by telling them negative things about someone that they love. And so remember that. Uh, you may be doing it to be spiteful to the person that you're talking about, but in return, it does not really affect that person as much as you're hurting uh, the child. And so remember when you're speaking uh, about other family members to be positive. If there's an issue, let's talk about it behind closed doors. Let's not involve the children. Let's just talk about it like adults and get it worked out so that we don't have to say things to the kids uh, that are negative or uh, could be damaging to them. You know, refusing to follow parents' rules for kids in regard to diet, television, bedtime, and so on. You know, parents... Uh, Have things that they set in place, and then they have grandparents that come along and say, uh, Well, you know, I'm their grandparent. I'm supposed to spoil them. I'm supposed to do these things. Well, that's true. But if you have a child that has uh, some needs for structure and diet to make sure that their behavior is good, and you know, certain things, sometimes there are reasons why parents have the rules that they have. Now, sometimes parents are just being rigid, and I'm going to say this to the parents. Um, if there's not a, a real, real reason why you have that rule, and what I mean, a health reason, a valid reason, a valid reason uh, you know, a health issue, something like this, it's okay. It's all right if your child stays up an hour later when they go see their grandparents, you know, once in a while. It's not going to hurt your child. Now, if your child is one of these child that if you don't stick with the routine, then you have two weeks of bad behavior after that. You know, yes, that's understandable. Then we say, yes, you need to stick to routine. But if your child's not dealing with any uh, issues, then you need to maybe be a little bit more flexible and not so rigid. Um My children can have no sugar, you know, if that affects their diet because there's a health reason. Absolutely. Grandparents need to follow those rules. But if it's just something that you've said and maybe it's okay if they have a little bit of ice cream or they have a little bit, you know, give a little bit. Don't be so rigid. And I think sometimes we, as parents... Um, we are so rigid when we're parents we you know you realize that like you were saying the first one the second one the third one the fourth one you know you kind of you kind of chill out a little bit and so um, you know grandparents
2: need to be aware of that too you know little Miss Daisy this is her first baby I'm just gonna back off a little bit Mm -hmm. and let her settle down I mean good grief
1: well grandparents do need to back up and they do need to have permission but in parents need to be realistic, too. And so I just that that's that's having that middle ground and kind of compromising there a little bit. It's not giving in to the things that you believe in. You're very convicted of. But it is being uh, not so rigid. And that will help the relationship as well. Um, you know, giving grandparent uh, grandchildren gifts that parents would not approve of—that's oh. one thing. You know, if if you're looking at if Christmas you're doing and that, birthdays,
2: you deserve all the trouble uh, yes. you get because that's just wrong.
1: Yeah, it's always good, um, you know, to maybe talk with the parents and say, you know, I was thinking about getting um, little Tommy a. A bicycle. What do you think about that? I found this one. And see what the parents say. The parents may say, well, you know, we're already getting him one. Or they or, may say, well, or or they they living on a busy say, street. Yes. And junior's
2: going to get run over.
1: That's right. But, but you know what? You live on a nice, quiet cul-de-sac. So maybe you could keep the bicycle at your house you and go. little Tommy could come and ride the bicycle at your house. That would be a great way for little Tommy to spend time with grandma and grandpa. You know, so you can work those things out instead of just being rigid and saying, absolutely not. Um, So these are all things that you can work through. Uh, Maybe you need a third party again to help you work through them. Um, But some things can be worked through. Some things can't. But some things certainly can. You
2: know, grandparents can have that same conversation about educating the parent on how to have a good relationship with the grandparent. Let's sit down and talk this out. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to fight you. Uh, If you're a grandparent, you've lived long enough And had enough experience in relationships to know some people are just fighters. Mm -hmm. And if you resist them or if you show some resistance to what they're trying to do, you've got a war now. And so don't do that. Use your wisdom. You have learned some things over the course of your life. And now you need to use it. You need to back up and say, okay, you know, don't say it out loud. Just in your mind, I'm not going to fight on this because Mm -hmm. I can't win. I'm a guest in this relationship, and I don't want to be shown the door.
1: That's right, and so with that goes along with you know pressuring parents for more contact, uh, such as overnight visits. You know, if a parent is a little hesitant about that, it may not have anything to do with you. It may have everything to do with just the child itself. Uh, so these are all things you can talk about, but putting pressure, like you said, on the parent and you know kind of bulldozing your way in is not going to get you any. Uh, Favors And it's certainly not going to benefit you. So think about how you want to approach these issues. And if a parent says no, then a parent says no. I mean, we have to honor that. And so, you know, families should be able to resolve less serious matters without cutting off contact between grandparents and grandchildren. And the best way is to discuss those boundaries and behavior and talk about them as soon as they crop up. Don't let things go without being talked about. And one little bit of insight here that you might want to write down, if you are a parent that is having a hard time dealing with a grandparent, it is always best for you to share with the child of that parent, which is either your child's mother or father, and say, you know, when your mom or your dad does this, or your stepmom, or your stepdad, whoever it is, does this, it really bothers me. And, it, and I've tried to get over it, and I don't think I'm being unrealistic, and I've, I've read some things about it, and it, I just really feel like it's unhealthy. Um, I need to know how you feel about it. But, you know, if, if you feel the same way, then I'm just asking that you would talk with your mom or your dad or whoever it is. If it's their side of the family, let them go and talk. Because there's a relationship there that's a little different than the relationship with someone coming from the outside. Now, some in-laws and some people that have children, they have a very close relationship with those grandparents, and they could come and talk with them about anything, and it and it would be quite all right. But in most situations, if there are issues, there's probably a reason why there's issues. And so the best way to approach that is for you not to attack that person, but to have the child of that parent, or whoever it is in the family, go to them and say, "You know, um, I was talking with so and so, and you know, we were we are in agreement that this is not really a healthy thing. And so, I'm going to ask that maybe you would not do this when you come over, or if you would, you know, talk to us first before you tell the kids that you're going to take them to Disney World, you know, or whatever it is um, that's bothering." the other person, um, this will help maybe to be able to work through it a little bit easier than the the in-law or the person that's not the biological child to come in and help work that through.
2: That's a very good point. And the reverse can be true. You know the situation and the relationships and make them work for you. You know, from a grandparent's perspective, if the decision-maker for those children see you as a threat, then your access is going to be limited. If that decision-maker sees you as a positive influence, Mm -hmm. then you're going to have more access. And if you'll be wise, if you'll be helpful, if you'll Mm -hmm. be encouraging, if you'll be available, you will have more access to those kids than Mm -hmm. you want. Mm -hmm. And if you leave with those parents, especially the one that, is the decision maker. Anytime y'all want to take some time off, just for the two of you, we'd love to have the kids. I'll tell you what, they'll start Mm planting. That'll plant Mm -hmm. a seed and they'll go, hey, maybe we could take a weekend off. And you'll see those grandchildren, Mm -hmm. but you've got to do your part. When those grandchildren come back, if they say yes, ma'am, and no, ma'am, and yes, sir, and no, sir, and they're obedient, and they fold their clothes and make their bed and eat everything on their plate, mm-hmm. wow, we love it when y'all go with ma-ma and Pa Pa. But if they come back and they're holy terrors, you guys are never going to stay with them again. Mm-hmm. I mean, be wise, people. Use your brain.
1: Well, and a part of that, too, is... Um, Grandparents just need to be in agreement with how That's they right. want to raise the the kids because ultimately it is up to the parents. So resolving that conflict, being sure that you know how to approach that person and who needs to approach that person. There are so many people that are barred, you know, from being in a child's life because maybe uh, there's been a death of a parent. And so there's not that person in between anymore to help them with that side of the um family and of course divorce is another big thing and also parents that were unmarried and the father doesn't really securely have his parental rights he's not on the birth certificate and you know you have to go to court sometimes and get all these things worked out and uh, most generally parent you know grandparents don't have grandparent rights they have the right through the child you know the parent of the child and so um it's that's why you need to really work on those relationships. You know, if you have a strange situation, you have a situation that is like I just described, parents that are unmarried, a parent that has died and there's no person there to kind of help be the bridge between those relationships. You need to befriend that person, the person that is uh, in the decision, the decision maker, maker yeah. for that child, like you said, because they're going to be the ones that decide whether or not you have a relationship with that child. Now, right or wrong. Uh, you know, it's going to affect the child. But at the moment, you're not able to have a relationship with your grandchild. You're so, not in control. So that, you know, is what you need to think about. It's not winning the battle. It's, you know, it's it's. do I want to have a relationship with That's my right. grandchild? And so um, sometimes, you know, parents give up their parental rights and this hurts the grandparents because... You know, where are the grandparents now? They didn't give up their rights. In that
2: situation, you have no legal standing, but you do have a moral opportunity uh, to come in and say, you know, I'd love to be a grandparent Mm -hmm. and, you know, be a positive part of this family Mm -hmm. if you'll let me. And
1: And I'll do whatever you ask me to do if you'll just let me have some type of relationship. You lay it out. And, and and we can work it out. But I want to have some type of relationship with and my grandchildren. And, you know, keep
2: coming back. Keep coming back with, yes. with, uh, with, uh, with the right spirit, the right attitude. Mm-hmm. And my heart breaks for grandparents that are pushed uh, away mm-hmm. in these situations that they had nothing to do with. And all they want to do is love that grandchild. My heart yes. breaks for you. And so there is a way to... Uh, change that dynamic and mm-hmm. that's how you do it you mm-hmm. ask permission yes and you come back again and say you know we talked and i thought i wonder if you've changed your mind or how can i was there anything i can do? just keep mm-hmm. asking on a regular basis mm-hmm. don't pester but or don't harass. go away don't go away
1: <laughs> and and you know the way you communicate is really key uh sending a nasty text or posting things on social media that are inappropriate about that person or whatever it may be is not going to really win you any brownie points yeah, that's right. um, but maybe writing a heartfelt letter and just saying you know I love my grandchildren and I will do whatever you want me to do in order to have relationship with my grandchildren. And, you know, sometimes there's substance abuse and there's sexual offense, domestic violence, something, you know, similar to this that is the reason why you can't have relationship. Well, how can you get that worked out? Can you do it with supervision? Can you do it, you know, we'll do it anyway as long as we can just have time with them. And if that's really what you want, then it won't matter how. You'll just be thankful that you have the time.
2: Sometimes it's hard-hearted, mean-spirited, vindictive people, and you can deal with them too. Yes. And you can say, you know what, this situation is what it is, but this is what I'm offering. I want Mm -hmm. to be a positive part of this family. Mm -hmm. You know, one thing uh, grandparents need to be aware of also is social media. If a parent allows you to see that grandchild, maybe you have them for the day or maybe you have them for the weekend or an overnight if they're restricted on what they watch on tv the videos they watch the video games they're allowed to play being on facebook twitter whatever whatever those restrictions are you had better maintain them Mm -hmm. because those grandkids will use it On their parents. Well, grandma Mm -hmm. let me do this. Well, that's Mm -hmm. the last time you spend the night with grandma. Right. You better toe the line if you want to continue seeing those grandchildren.
1: Mm -hmm. And uh, as we were saying before, sometimes the reason why you are. estranged from your grandchildren is uh, maybe you just live, you know, the, the custodial parent has moved too far away and it's just impossible for you to be able to do that. Or whether there's the other reasons why uh, you're just not allowed to see them because of, um, like I said, substance abuse, domestic violence, all of these other things that sometimes prevent you from being able to see them and, and uh, you are trying to work through that. Um, the, the main thing to understand is that you can still continue to reach out. You can send a card through the mail. Children love to get letters and cards. You can continue. And and if your excuse is, well, you know, their mom or their dad won't give them that mail, you send it. You send it because there's always a chance. There's always hope that that parent will allow them to. I'm not making excuses for parents that are making it a difficult time for grandparents to see their grandchildren when there's not a reason there is no excuse for that. But the fact is, you're not able to see your grandchildren. You need to deal with that. And so if that means sending cards through the mail, if that means uh, sending a card to the parent, that sending a, a good heartfelt letter. You have to letter. deal with
2: what is.
1: Yes. Yes. And dealing a, a heartfelt letter to that parent and just saying, you know, I am so sorry for the way things are. I, I, if I could change anything, I would. Um, but w- can we start where we are? What can we do to work this out and to, for me to be able to see the kids? Um, if, if I can't see them, is it okay if I call them? You know, FaceTime, Skype, all of these different ways that we have through technology – grandparents can be a part of a grandchild's life for as much as they want or as little as they want or as much as a parent will allow or as little as a parent will allow. We have so many wonderful ways that we can stay in touch. And like I said, even through snail mail, kids love to get cards. They love to get letters. And you just keep on doing it. You don't have to harass you don't have to do it in a way that's inappropriate by being too much but you can send some things you can send a birthday card you can send a birthday gift you can have input into that child's life and if that parent chooses not to well then one day they're going to be held accountable for that and and it's off your back because you tried and you did the very best that you could as a grandparent and you know shame on the parent that didn't allow it for whatever reason so there are ways that you can have a relationship. It may not be a physical relationship. It may not be exactly the way you want it, but start somewhere. Start with communication with the parent in a healthy, positive way, and then go from there and send things to the kids and pray, 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 pray that God will heal the relationships that you can have. One with your grandkids.
2: Such good, positive words. And Debbie, a phrase you and I learned early on in uh, learning how to have relationship with one another was positive, gentle pressure. Mm -hmm. If you want to affect change in a situation, positive, gentle pressure. And so there's so many responses to that. Well, I thought you said don't put pressure on. Well, if it's positive and gentle... That's good pressure. Mm-hmm. Pressure. Well, it's negative. Well, then it's not positive and gentle. Mm-hmm. Uh, positive, gentle pressure. The, the, you were talking about sending letters. Every time there's a letter received, and if that parent is denying, you know, that's chipping away at that facade. That's chipping away at that wall. That's mm-hmm. positive, gentle pressure. Mm-hmm. If your interaction is... I won't do anything to harm your relationship with your child. I won't cause a problem. I want to be a positive influence. I just want to see them. What can I? Positive, gentle mm-hmm. pressure.
1: And sometimes that has to be proven over time. Over time, Because yes. if if trust has been broken, if there's been things that have been said about that parent that have been. Well, in anger. Uh, sometimes
2: yeah, it takes time for then, anger to pass.
1: Then you've got to allow the healing to come about. And part of that is going through the process of allowing that to happen. And
2: is your pride keeping you from seeing those children because you won't give in, you won't back up, you won't be quiet? Yes.
1: Uh, Quickly, I want to just name these few things that can also be a barrier to you not having a relationship with your grandkids, and that is um, religion, religious preferences. Sometimes parents don't want some things. uh, That's their right. Uh, And grandparents need to respect that. Um, Also, uh, financial issues. One of the worst things that you can do is if a grandparent is helping financially, especially uh, their child, or helping support the grandchildren. And then they, you know, say, well, if you don't let me do this with uh, the grandkids or you don't let me see them or have them or do this, then I'm going to pull my financial support away. I'm going to quit giving. You know, it's a, a means of control. When finances are a means of control, This is very unhealthy. And so if this is you out there, then uh, you need to talk to somebody to get that situation healthy. Either get yourself financially free from that or help the grandparents understand that what they contribute, they're contributing and they've got to let it go. It is not a means of a tool to are a weapon to use to manipulate or control. Also, personality conflicts, preference, and um, mental disorders can also be a very big issue with why parents don't allow grandparents to have a uh, relationship with the grandkids. And if it's just personality and preference, then, you know, my encouragement to you is that you would try to look at things from uh, another one's perspective, That you would look outside of the box that you would look at it through someone else's eyes because sometimes we get tunnel vision and we only see it through our eyes and we don't see it how someone else may see it so Open your eyes a little bit, get some help from someone else, talk to someone that you can trust, that has some knowledge that can help you work through this, and try to see it through someone else's eyes, and don't have tunnel vision, and don't put yourself in a box, because sometimes there is more than one way to do something, and we all have a personality, we all have a preference in doing things, and it doesn't mean that we're right and they're wrong, or that they're right and we're wrong, it just means that we do it differently. And that's okay. That's what makes things good. You'll learn to appreciate the differences because it will bring so much uh, to your life when you can appreciate differences and it will make your world much broader when you can appreciate those good things.
2: Getting outside counseling is is so helpful. Uh, talking with someone who can give an objective viewpoint and answer the question, are you the problem? Uh, you might even ask that parent. Am I the problem here? And you may not feel like you are, but if you're seen as the problem, that's the problem. And talking with someone who can help you, and basically just to cut to the chase, people want to get what they want. So how do you get what you want? Do you want access to those grandchildren? Well, you get access by fixing that relationship and finding out if you're the problem, how to change.
1: That's right. Thank you so much for being with us tonight and inviting us into your home. We always love hearing from you and spending Sunday evening with you, sharing our thoughts about home, family, and relationships. From our home to yours, I'm Debbie Rule.
2: I'm Rudy Rule.
1: And we'll see you next week right here at 6 p.m. on KNEL 95.3 FM and KNELradio.com. Have a blessed week.
0: Thank you for joining us today for At Home with Debbie Rule. You can be at home with Debbie Rule every Sunday on KNEL 95.3 FM at canielradio.com, follow at home with Debbie Rule on Facebook and podcast on iTunes. See you next week at home with Debbie Rule for more insights on home, family and relationships.